Hello there and welcome to this episode where I wanted to talk a little bit about humanity and about hope. People contact me regularly because they dream of another world with more humanity in it. Leaders, new coaches or entrepreneurs that would like to start a business in that area. And they've seen and heard me talk about leading with your heart. But then they ask me, but Muriel, is there really room for people like that? Is our economical world really ready to talk about humanity, to talk about leading with your heart, to talk about consciousness level? And that's what I wanted to talk about today. I'm Muriel, CEO, mum and educator. I used to work really hard and sacrificed important things to me until I lost my motivation. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned and I found a way to reach great results while working less. Today I'm obsessed with helping other leaders build meaningful lives. So each week I'll be sharing inspiration to change your life and organization. This is Rebel Leader with a Heart. Four years ago, when I just quit my job as a CEO, I started by meeting a lot of senior leaders because I was really curious about the challenges they were facing and about how they tackled them. So I had deep interviews with approximately 40 senior leaders, and we talked about a lot of different subjects. And I also talked a little bit about my transformation as a CEO and what I wanted to achieve and to accomplish in this world because I was already dreaming of a world where people can lead with their heart. And I met great leaders and it was really amazing because I noticed that I wasn't the only one with those dreams of more humanity, more long-term vision, more meaning, more resilience. I, I wasn't, I was far from being the only one, but the difference is that At that time, sometimes CEOs would talk about some of these subjects with me, but they weren't always ready to talk about that openly, to really stand for that new way of leading in front of their shareholders, in front of their peers, and definitely not in an interview where I would then share the results publicly. And I'm really talking about the people that were benefiting from this current system that were making a lot of money, that had the status, that had the big cars, that had the titles. Those people who were benefiting from the system wanted change as well. So this dream of leading with your heart was already present a couple of years ago, but was present inside the people, but not yet outside in all their behaviors and certainly not in the way they talked about it. And then the times became even faster. We got more to do. We got more new technologies. We got more meetings, more pressure to deliver. And that's when things started to shift. Because those leaders that had always been successful and people would follow them, they would inspire the people in their organization, well, they were starting to have more and more challenges because what I noticed is that the people in their organizations 
were already working really, really hard, but they weren't transforming fast enough. They were not having the impact that they truly wanted. But on the other hand, what I also saw is that they couldn't put more pressure on their people anymore because burnouts were getting higher and higher every year. So we got really this puzzle where people were working very hard, where you couldn't put more pressure on these people, but you were still not getting the results that you wanted. And that's when a lot of leaders connected back to what was already inside of them and realized that we cannot continue working at this pace. Things have to change. And they have to change. And that's when they started focusing more on their people. Because without your people, you get nothing done. So they focused on programs, on happiness programs, on resilience, on listening, on co-creation, on empowerment. Also because those techniques would make the people feel better. But also because they would help the organization become more agile seize opportunities faster and get better results. And so more out of a crisis, out of necessity, those leaders had already these great qualities, human qualities inside of them, but out of this necessity to really get the results that they wanted, they stepped out of their comfort zone and had the courage to not only talk openly about happiness, trust, meaning, humanity, empowerment, but also act upon it. And then those leaders started to inspire other leaders who also felt that something was not working anymore and wanted something else. And because they saw other people starting doing that, they followed those leaders and starting and started going out of their comfort zone and talk about that openly with their peers, their shareholders, their boards, their colleagues and their employees, of course. And then this group started to become bigger and bigger. And today I work with leaders, with board of directors, sometimes with whole organizations, and I help them build meaningful lives and organizations. I do that with my program, Leading Authentically in Digital Times. And I'm talking about companies like Nestle, like Procter Gamble, like Orange, like Proximus, I'm really talking about large organizations and also small organizations where becoming human again or becoming human as a leader, becoming a coach, really a mentor has become a priority in their agenda. And it's open, it's talked about with their board, it's talked about with the employees, it's not hidden inside of those leaders anymore. And that is how change happens. There was a research done by Demon Santola, Joshua Becker, Devon Breck and Andrea Baroncelli about tipping points in social convention. If you want to change the culture of your organization or our whole society, you don't need to have 51% to change their behaviors and then that's when you get your tipping point. You need 25%. And so you need to focus 
on these people that already want the change that you want to see. And what's happening often is that we put way too much attention to the people who are showing the exact other behaviors, to the people who are resisting this change, who are still afraid to go in that new direction. Well, we should do exactly the contrary. Focus on these people that already have that little voice inside of them telling them it's time for more humanity. It's time for this change and it's time for this shift. By focusing on these people, that group will grow. And so we are not yet at those 25%, I think, but I don't think we are very far from it. And still, when I start a program or when I do a workshop, I like doing interviews with some of the key leaders in those organizations. And it's really amazing to see sometimes what those people individually want, because individually, they don't want to continue working this hard. They don't want to put more pressure on their people. They want to be able to relax, to step back, to have a better work-life balance, to have more meaning. But they don't manage to get this collectively as an organization. And so I believe that when you really look inside of the people we are far beyond this 25%. It's just in the behaviors, in talking, that we are not there yet, but we are really getting on that way. So there are now really large organizations where it has become a priority to make the people in that organization happy because they know that will be the key to be successful in today's fast-changing and uncertain world. And then the corona hit and the corona was, of course, a big crisis, is still a big crisis. But the people that were working already hard before the corona, when it came, a lot of people had to work even harder. And a lot of organizations, they started this period thinking it would be a sprint and then realized that it was a marathon. It wasn't going to stop, it was only going to continue. And of course, because they were already tired and exhausted before the crisis, and then putting even another layer on top of that, a lot of people and organizations realized this cannot continue. And here again, out of desperation, out of this crisis, this is where people get their energy to transform and to shift the paradigm of today's economical system or today's way of leading a business. And that's when people want even more humanity and realize, okay, now we want something else. And this is accelerating, in fact, this transformation. So I believe we are not far from this 25% anymore, but it all depends on you. Just look at yourself. What do you really want inside of you? Do you want to continue crossing off to-do items from your to-do list? Do you want to continue delivering at this pace? Do you want to continue focusing on tasks, on projects, on money, on Excel tables? Or do you want this new model? Do you want more balance, more meaning, more impact? 
Because if you want that, don't be afraid to show that, to talk about it, to change your behaviors, to go out of your comfort zone, even if that means not delivering everything anymore, because that's also part of that change. You won't be able to deliver everything anymore. But think about what you truly want and then focus on what you truly want in your actions. So don't be afraid to show that part of you and be the 25% change because it will inspire others to join our movement. So is there really room and place for a more human leadership? There definitely is. And this shift is already happening and it's only accelerating. So today I just wanted to give you this message of hope. Of course, with my program Leading Authentically in Digital Times, I might be a little bit biased because the people who join this program have already shifted. But I really see people in large traditional organizations starting to notice that, that this cannot continue like this and we need another kind of leadership. We need to lead with our heart. So that was it for today. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, leave me a review and we'll see each other in our next podcast. Thank you. Yeah, you finished another episode of Rebel Leader with a Heart. If you want more, go to rebelleaderwithaheart.com for show notes and past episodes. If you love the show, subscribe, leave a review and share it with a friend. The more, the merrier. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week, you Rebel Leader with a Heart. Hello there. How adapted are you to the fast and busy times? Before diving into this subject, let me ask you a question. Do you see yourself working like this until you retire? If yes, congrats, you probably find a way to thrive in today's fast and busy times. But if your answer is no, don't worry. Because this five-minute quiz on how adapted are you to the fast and busy times might help you. Because if you're still working with the slower time habits and mindset, you might end up working really hard for too little impact. This quiz will show you how adapted you are to today's crazy fast times and it'll give you your score on the five principles you need to master to better navigate your heavy workload while still having a life. So go to keyleader.com slash fast times to start the quiz. Maybe it's time to kickstart your slower and more impactful life. Keyleader.com slash fast times. Qileader.com slash fast times. Now let's dive into today's podcast episode.